Hey guys, it's Antiquated Ideas again, um, as usual. If you're here, you probably know me by now. Um, so, yeah, why do I even bother with these intros? I don't know, I see everyone do it on YouTube, and so whatever, right? I guess that's just what you do. Um, I don't know, you know, that's... Should I keep it? Should I come up with a new intro? I don't know. We'll think about that one. But, anyway... The topic for today is morality, and morality is always an interesting one. I know I say it every single time, you know, oh, it's a good one, or it's controversial, and, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I got some in my throat there. Morality, I wouldn't say, is actually a controversial topic at all. I would say it's a very misunderstood topic, and so that's why the title is going to be um, morality on a grayscale, or morality is a grayscale, rather, because it's not black and white. Everyone wants to imagine morality as this black and white, that there is a definable good and evil. And we can certainly see things that are in our society, that, you know, our perception of people, um, and what they do as being both good and bad, uh, good and evil, what justice is as well. There are a lot of things that play into morality and ethics. So to give you actually a little bit of background, I thought it was very interesting. And I used to talk to my English teacher a little bit. I, I had the, in high school, uh, I had this, um, I can't remember what the name of the class was, but basically it was just a logical thinking class. And of course, uh, being me with my man brain and having logic and reasoning on my side sometimes, um, I was pretty good at the class. Not to, you know, stroke my own ego here or, or anything, uh, just giving you a little bit of background. So they invited me to do this thing called ethics bowling. Um, it was very interesting. It's not, it has absolutely nothing to do with bowling at all. Uh, which that was very much so to my surprise and to my dismay at the same time. What the fuck? You're going to tell me we're going bowling? You invite me to be on a bowling team and I can't? Dude, I thought we were going to go fucking... I thought we were literally going to go bowling and have like these philosophical discussions. No, it was it was nothing like that. Um, it actually was interesting. So they gave us topics. There, there were topics, I guess it's a national thing, these ethics bowling teams. Um... They give us topics, and we have to discuss it and pick a side, basically. Um, and now, it didn't have to be, again, this is where this, this grayscale comes in. It's not either agree or disagree. It can be in between. Um, now, we would, we would say that we ultimately had to make the decision. Was something ethical or was it unethical? Okay, and... It does differ from morality a little bit because ethical is more the logical solution than morality is. Morality is not always logical. It's not always definably ethical. And I mean that in the way that sometimes what is morally correct is ethically incorrect. Um, I'll give you an example here. So if we were to talk about... Um, somebody let's say that there was a poor woman with a child okay and they're homeless and now this poor woman um, breaks into your store 
or let's let's actually let's even leave it out of that let's say you have an open-air market she walks up okay she starts putting apples and other fruits into her purse and she starts leaving anyway you call the police the police detain her she goes to court because that's that's theft now in court they analyze the situation and they say well you've broken the law okay but this is where morality and ethics start to differ morally what what can we say is right or wrong in this situation because morally was it correct for her to try and feed her child absolutely she was doing the right thing in that she was trying desperately you know you have to imagine that at this point somebody's desperate um if they're going to just blatantly steal things in the light of day and that also leads to the decision that we would have to make <clears throat> do we enforce this law or not in this situation because morally we want to say that we we need to help this woman okay she has a kid she might have more kids um you know they're poor destitute uh they're just trying to live the same basic rights that any of us have to live and to survive um to to have food and shelter but ethically that would be wrong ethically you have to uphold the law and say as unfortunate as it may be it's still our duty to enforce this law you know you've still broken the law and also ethically you would look at this and you'd say well what precedent would this set for people in the same situation or in varying situations and that's why law is such a hard thing to really pinpoint because you're always going to have exceptions to any law to any rule there's always going to be exceptions and so as much as ethics are also a gray scale ethics are more set in stone than morality and they converge and they divulge at very different points because like i was saying everyone has that well i take that everyone should have compassion as a human being for other human beings so that's why morally we want to look at a situation and say you're another human i want to help you and that's why making these laws is hard because even though you have that opinion even though you want to help somebody ethically you say that's not right you know i have to put this law because it's for the greater good basically um it's about having that standard the precedent and being able to fully explain your reasoning your thoughts um so on so forth right but morality specifically i think is the harder of the two i think ethics is ethics is at first seemingly harder for people because you have to make the hard decisions in ethics the ethical decision usually is not always uh, i would yeah i would say usually it's not the the one that makes you feel good um so ethics i think is hard for people to grasp at first but it's a concept that people largely can understand that okay the law is the law we should follow that and it doesn't even have to pertain to law it can just be about anything it can be um 
here, here's um, another example that, that, that would be a little bit harder to distinguish. This is where ethics can become kind of complicated. Say that um, your religion says that you should absolutely never lie, right? That lying is a sin, you're going to go to hell, um, so on. And then, well, okay, say you're messing around in your parents' house, um, and you break a glass, and maybe they value the glass, maybe they don't. It really, it could matter, but it doesn't matter for this specific one. Um, you clean up the glass, and you leave it. They're just short, one glass, they don't know. And now, you have a decision to make, okay? Number one, are you going to tell your parents that you broke a glass? Or number two, if they ask you, are you going to lie? And ethically, okay, let's say that they do ask you and you lie. And you say, no, you know, you must have broken it a long time ago. Now, ethically, is that is that correct or not? Because you have to establish, you've already established um, through your religious uh, basis that lying is bad, that lying is unethical, and that it's immoral. So, when you take into a, a situation like that, and then you try and talk about ethics, it becomes a little bit harder, but it's still able to see, and that's going to be a matter of personal opinion, really, and also there are um, philosophers, there are people to look at, you know, our founding fathers are also a good um, interpretation of ethics, there are many people that, that have interpreted ethics, because ethics do go with philosophy really quite well, um, but morality is the one that everyone thinks they understand, but they really don't. It's, it's funny, because ethics is sort of the um, exoteric version, and morality is the esoteric version, and I mean that esoteric means that, you know, it's things that are unseen, so more concepts, really, um, but I believe that ethics is the exoteric one, the one that, that you can grasp, the one that you can see, um, because it's more of that right-wrong, that sort of thing, and because everyone can make up their mind about it, usually. Whereas, on the other side, morality is esoteric in that people think they understand moral er, morality. They think that there is a clear, definable, good, bad, good, evil, you know, truth, justice, lies, and deceit, um, push and pull type situation, but there isn't. There really isn't. And that's something to take into consideration, not just with politics, um, even though I talk about politics a lot, it's something to take into consideration with life in general. I like to say that good people can do bad things, and bad people can do good things. You know, somebody might be a serial killer, but they could be the nicest person you've ever met. They might rescue a child, <clears throat> despite having killed 16 pregnant women, you know? It's just, the easiest way to say it is that life is funny like that. Um, you have these, these sort of, these things that kind of cancel each other out. Um, these hypocrisies in life where it's, 
this gray scale that I'm talking about. It's not one or the other. I mean, somebody, yes, they can be definably good or definably bad. Um, I think there are a lot of examples of that. And actually, somebody that I would like to analyze just for the purpose of this conversation is actually Adolf Hitler. Because Adolf Hitler has had a lot of people uh, that would defend him and a lot of people that would attack him. And he makes for a very interesting character because when you attempt to establish what he was doing morally, he becomes very complex. There's a lot more to him as a character into his ideals than just saying, he killed you, he bad. Yes, we've established that he's bad. He is a definably bad person. But he's done some very good things. And so it's something why I think a lot of people will ask, well, why did the German army keep fighting if they knew the war was already lost? And it's because they they had this idea. They had a they Adolf Hitler helped them to a, vi a vision, a realization. Um, they thought that they were defending Europe, right? They were defending their ideals. And so if if you're fighting for money, that's one thing. If you're fighting for power, that's one thing. But if you're fighting for an idea, that's absolute fanaticism. That's where you you can kill as many people as you want, but you will never kill an idea. And um, actually, V for Vendetta had a very good quote about that, and I, I think I paraphrased it just now. Um, but it, it does, um, that is reality, is that you can't kill an idea. If people have that idea, it's going to carry on. And sometimes making martyrs out of people is honestly worse than just allowing it to exist. So that's something to analyze as well, is we look at Hitler's rise to power and we see that Hitler did some very good things for the German people. You have to have um, a historical context for Weimar era Germany um, and understand that drugs were rampant, corruption was rampant, um, the revolutions you know, there was fighting in the street, political instability, and um, there was a lot of crudeness, crass. Um, there, it was, it was a very perverse society at the time. Not saying that that was all Germans. If anything, the reason that Hitler came to power was because most Germans don't like that. They didn't have that opinion. That wasn't their lifestyle. That wasn't their set of morality. So, um. Which, by the way, uh, something that I'd like to get into also is how I believe that morality can define a people um, just as much as ethnicity can. Um, that's why Germans, you know, they have a shared identity. The French, um, Scandinavians even have a shared identity despite being different peoples. And it's all because morality, different groups of people have different sets of morality. Um, based on a, a number of different things, um, but anyway, um, so Hitler, right, um, we have to understand that, like I was saying, Weimar era Germany, you could literally order a child prostitute to your door, you could, you could go to clubs in Berlin and see um, children dancing naked for you, and if you wanted, if you paid enough, you could have sex with them, that's really fucked up, it's 
that is incredibly fucked up. And it's even more fucked up that the society allowed that to happen and that people felt pressured into that position because that's what they needed to do in order to live because their government was so corrupt that it was it, it number one it couldn't feed them because of the treaty of versailles um but number two it wasn't even really trying to a lot of times the politicians would pocket the money that they got um so now somebody like hitler comes along and he's promising these things right he's promising that he's going to end things like that he's 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 going to control prostitution he's going to get rid of drugs and he's going to rebuild germany all of these things he promised to do and he met them right um it's funny because uh, nazi germany was actually one of the first countries to ever adopt laws about animal abuse saying that it is a punishable law to abuse an animal um nazi germany was very uh, progressive you know it's it's funny almost how liberal they were about certain things um but that's why hitler is is very hard to talk about in this context because like i said he had some very bad actions he had obviously you know um putting the germans at war uh costing the lives of the Germans, the Soviets, the French, the Americans, you know, so on. And not just the lives of the soldiers, the lives of civilians, and also the emotional detriment to everyone, you know, being displaced from their home, having their sons killed, their father killed, their brother killed, um, their mother or their daughter, you know, in a bombing or something. So, and while he is not solely responsible for that, he is largely responsible for a lot of that. Um, and just like what he did to the Jewish population as well. Obviously, that is bad. All of our morality would tell us that's bad, that's wrong. You know, that I think is a shared morality among all humans, and I believe that certain morality is shared among all, all, all good, you know, righteous humans anyway. But righteous is, is an arbitrary term when you want to get into it anyway, um, because righteousness depends on a person's morality so at the same time you know we're looking at at hitler and seeing how he could be this really bad evil person but he did so many good things for the german people because morality does not dictate what a person can or can't do it doesn't dictate what a person can care about a person could wrongfully see that they could say that they love their family or they love god so much here's a good one uh that they love god so much that they're willing to kill in the name of god okay but that doesn't always mean that what their their actions that their actions are justified largely i think that they're they're not justified um but people believe that they are and so this this is where people don't understand morality um they they look at hitler and all they say is bad okay um i've i've had multiple people tell me when talking about certain people um talking about say a book or something like that that oh well that author was racist so their opinion doesn't matter and that's their view of morality they are unable to make the distinctions and the complexities the nuances and the intricacies of human morality and that's because it's it's really a hard thing to grasp it's hard to understand that 
a bad person can do good things. You know, it's like telling your daughter, as an example, that she shouldn't be in a relationship with a guy because he's bad for her, even though she really likes the guy. And so she's overlooking these bad parts because she sees, okay, well, he's nice to me, but um, also, you know, yeah, he does heroin. But we're not going to talk about the heroin because he's nice to me. So that's another way to look at this. And that's why it's so hard for people because they want to see one side or the other and they want to ignore the other side. That's what makes it so complicated. And that's why I'm saying this is hard for people to really grasp. And a lot of times I don't think that they even want to grasp it because why, why, you know, people have asked me that, well, why would you defend Hitler? Well, it's not necessarily that I'm defending Hitler. It's more that I'm acknowledging the things that he's done on both sides. You know, there's there's um, uh, JFK is another good example. JFK, most people would regard him as one of the best presidents that America has ever had. But at the same time, JFK was a liar and a cheater. You know, he was sneaking Marilyn Monroe into the White House. So... Why don't people want to talk about that? Or uh, going back to Hitler, they don't want to talk about what Stalin did. The millions of people, like tens of millions of people that Stalin killed. Um, because Hitler bad, Stalin good, Stalin got rid of Hitler, so that must make him good. That's this flawed sense, and people will use it against you all the time. And really... I say that they're using it against you, but they're using it against themselves because they don't have a higher understanding. They don't have the ability to consciously, you know, compute these ideas. Uh, they can't process the fact that somebody can do one thing one day and another thing the next. I mean, it's like good people might be addicted to drugs. Whatever. That's just how life is. That's just how people are. So what I want you guys to take from this is understanding. Don't look at morality as right and wrong. Don't look at it as good and evil. Because we all know that some things are right and some things are wrong. And your gut will tell you that. And you can use logic as well. You know, figure out what things are ethically, like I was saying. But use logic, you know, and your gut, and that will tell you whether something is right or wrong. And really explore that too. But you also have to acknowledge the way that people behave, the way that they are, because it's not one or the other. It is a spectrum. It is that gray scale that I was talking about. And somebody can move anywhere on that scale up and down, you know, it's not a set position, it's not one, two, three, four, five, you know, one being good, five being evil, it's a slider, you know, like how you can dim lights up and down, it's not preset positions, it's as much as it goes, or as little as it goes, or somewhere in between, you know, it's, it's, it's very fluid, and that's how people are. And people can change as well. Their morality can change. So you could say that one person used to be bad, but now they are good. And that's another concept that people have a problem with when it comes to morality. 
because, well, if somebody was bad, how could they possibly be good now? You know, they think that people don't ever change. And a lot of times I think that people don't change. Really, they don't change until it's too late. Um, but that can't be said for everyone because sometimes they do change. Um, you know, sometimes somebody has a kid or something and that'll shock them, that'll wake them up and you'll see them completely change and become this brand new person. But that is them being a good person, going from bad to good on that scale. And as things happen, they slide around on that scale. And that's really what I'm saying. I want you guys to think about is consider that People are not only good and only bad. They are capable of other things. And especially when you manage your relationships with your friends, your family, your coworkers, view them in that way. Or at least attempt to view them in that way. Don't look at somebody and say, they're bad. I don't want to associate. Or they're good. I do want to associate. Because that's not always the case. You also might see somebody as bad because they do something that you don't agree with, but they still be a good person. I mean, that's why uh, friendships also are the same way. Uh, that's why I said when you manage your relationships, you know, with your friends, with your family, because family is, is, is very similar as well. You can have your uncle... Uh, you know, people like to make this joke about, oh, you have the racist uncle or whatever. Well, you can. You can have an uncle that you really disagree with, but you know in your heart that he's a good person and that even though he says these things, he would still have the compassion to help somebody. And personally, this is how I view individuals. I try to see everyone as an individual. We all have preconceptions. We all are judgmental right from the start, and that's fine. Our gut tells us a lot of what we need to know immediately. So if you meditate, you know, I know it sounds gay, like hippy-dippy guru bullshit, um, but if you meditate and you really practice um, listening to your gut and feeling what's right and what's wrong, you'll start to be able to um, judge people correctly, you know, not just say, oh, well, their hair is long and they're wearing a leather jacket, so they must be an asshole. Um, and that's why I said I view everyone, or at least I attempt to view everyone as an individual. Because one, that's how I would want them to view me. And two, because that's the only way to fully understand people. You're never going to understand a person if you say they're only good or they're only bad. You're limiting yourself and you're limiting them as well. You're limiting them in your expectation that they will be one or the other when they can't always be one or the other. Um, uh, it's, I mean, I, I could go on. I could give a thousand examples of this, this topic I could talk about for an hour straight. There are so many different aspects of it. But that's what I want you guys to do. Just take away those you know those keywords viewing everyone as an individual viewing morality on a gray scale and seeing the difference between ethics and morality anyway i hope you guys found it interesting i hope you guys um uh, found some help uh maybe it helped you in a way anyway uh thanks for listening